Madonna, Elvis, Beyonce, Bono, Sting, Joffa. <laughs> you like that, Joff? Well, I, would, I wouldn't mind uh, having some of their bank accounts. Yes. <laughs> but that's, uh, no, that's completely stupid and ridiculous. What a, that, that's not, no. You I'm, know what direction I come from, though, Joff. <laughs> yes, I know. If I say Joffa, everybody knows who I'm talking about, right? Well, well good or bad, I guess they do. Yes. <laughs> Isn't well, it funny? People five-lettered names, people... Hang on, let me add up yours. Hang on. Joffa. Yep, five, 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 yes. People with five-lettered names. Um, Elvis is five. Too. Elvis is five letters. Bono's not, so he's not in your club. You so you're trying to make this club even more exclusive, you, you, Joffa. You could chuck another N in, no one would know. So Who else? Five. Who? Um, you could chuck another N in Bono, no one would know. Okay, so okay, five. yeah, double N, all right. Um, anyway, anyway, look, if you, if you went through names, five-lettered uh, names, Eddie. Well, let's go straight there. Let's yeah, go okay, straight right, there. Because obviously, you, you we're talking about Eddie Maguire. Yes. Now, you both are super Collingwood fans, first and foremost. Oh, look, there's, um, look, there's, there's worldwide, there'd be 10 million super Collingwood fans. Yes. We're fortunate where people know us um, and have labelled us super Collingwood fans because I, I take that as a great, uh, great honour to be labelled a, a super Collingwood fan. And obviously Eddie's as well. Yeah, of course. Yeah, well, Eddie puts himself out there, and um, you know the, the work he's done for Collingwood and uh, the the state of the club when he took over and where it is now. I mean, this guy, you know, he will have a statue of himself outside the Holden Centre one day. How about your statue, Joffa? No, my statue won't be there. Come on. <laughs> what? Giving the bird to the umpires. Listen. <laughs> This podcast, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna take any fake uh, humbleness on no, this podcast. No, no, there'll be no, no, look, there'll be no statue of me. Look, I'm just quite happy to. Um, in fact, I, I'm, I'm happier today because what, what the gold jacket has allowed me to do is many different things in the community. So that's where I'm, that's where I'm happy. And if it wasn't for Eddie, and if it wasn't for the gold jacket, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing now. I can, I can tell you because no one would know who I was. I approached Eddie 16 years ago for the gold jacket. He gave it to me. It's all documented in, in, you know, in, in different books and interviews. And shortly after that, I decided, well, let's, let's uh, make this a communal thing, community thing. And we did that, and we've done it well. And um, uh, so if it wasn't for Eddie and, uh, and, and the, the handing over of the stolen gold jacket from Channel, Channel 9, right. I wouldn't be here talking to you today. All right, just for the record, who stole the gold jacket just in case we get the police come down after they hear this? You're dobbing Eddie in? <laughs> I'm putting him in. All right. Yes. Charges. Chopper yes. is... Yes. Uh, uh, well, uh, I think the correct word is borrowed. Okay, he's borrowed it, yes. He's borrowed the gold jacket, but it's never been... Be given back, so one can only conclude that it was uh, it was lifted. Right? Is that a good word? Lifted. Yeah, li li borrowed's nice. Borrowed is borrowed's it's nice, gonna yes. it's gonna go back eventually. It'll go back eventually. <laughs> I don't know when. No. <laughs> where did you oh, uh, where did you actually see the gold jacket? Well, first, where did it catch your eye? Well, funnily enough, that's a very good question. I was living in Cranbourne at the time, uh, an outer southeastern suburb. Didn't really watch the footy show much in those days. I, I think I was probably more banner-making and, and not being home in time to see the footy show. But this particular night, for, for whatever reason, I was home and I was watching the footy show and it was an, an in-house commercial, which meant that the footy show went to a break, but Eddie appeared 
in a gold jacket. I, know, I think it was something to do with some sports betting thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it went for about 30 seconds. And this particular gold jacket was shining under all the, you know, the TV studio lights. It looked sensational. At the time, I was wearing a gold wig to celebrate Collingwood victories in the last quarter. And I thought, we need a jacket. We need to bring a, a bit of uh, uh, class to this thing. And a jacket would do that. To match the gold wig? or To just match the gold wig? Well, we've ditched the gold wig now. Uh, but at the time, we, we matched it with the gold mm. wig. And look, the gold wig took off because because Collingwood is so so many people watch Collingwood be, uh, for, for you know different reasons <coughs> many many watch Collingwood to see him win and a lot of people believe it or not watch Collingwood hoping they lose so when you when you see this this guy uh, <laughs> in the cheer squad with this gold wig on during the last quarter which 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 lit up the um, you know half of the MCG People ask, well, what's he got that on for? What's he wearing it for? And, of course, you know, a word would get out that um, he's celebrating victory. And this really pissed off people, you know. But Collingwood people aren't allowed to celebrate victory because it's offensive. Right. It offends people. Anyway, so it took off. Anyway, so um, the, the gold jacket didn't need any marketing, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, mm-hmm. because people knew it was a, it was a follow-on from the, from the gold wig. And, look, and you know what? It's not serious. It's a lot of fun. Um, we bring all the kids into this gold jacket thing. Let me tell you quickly about the gold jacket. The gold jacket has been to funerals. It's been to a hen's night. It's been to a buck's night. The gold jacket was kept on at the hen's night by just for people listening, Joffa. <laughs> he, he did keep it on. It was just a turnout. <laughs> it was just a turnout. <laughs> all right, okay, keep just going. Just a turnout. Uh, <laughs> funerals. Uh, funerals. Children's hospital. Yes, nice. Um, and sadly, some of the kids that the gold jacket has visited have sadly passed away through different horrible illnesses. Uh, it's it's it's, it's uh, n- n- these days it's it's very much associated with Recklink, mm-hmm. epilepsy. Um, I, I I guarantee you, if we were to, to count the people that have been photographed in the gold jacket, including opposition supporters, over the years, it would be thousands of people. So the gold jacket, people see the gold jacket as fun. They see the bloke wearing the gold jacket as not a Collingwood Bogan, but as a caring person who mm-hmm. just loves football. Mm-hmm. And we've got to remember, um, no matter, uh, we're all, all, all supporters are the same and equal. Uh, all, 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 the only difference is we come from different tribes. Mm-hmm. The tribes are all the same. We're all ferocious and passionate and proud and angry when we get lost and you know, fiercely dispute an umpiring decision. But at the end of the day, we are football people. That has been recognised, and I think that the the gold jacket, because of that recognition, the gold jacket and the meaning of the gold jacket has flourished. So when the when you take it, sounds like the gold jacket's on tour. It goes on tour, hospital, goes on tour, Bucks, uh, pa- uh, hens nights, um, absolutely, everything, Look, absolutely. Like gold jacket goes on tour, um, and this year I'm going to all interstate games this year. So I, I know there are people in Perth that are, that are hanging out to to be pictured in the gold jacket and uh, it's a lot of fun. It's a good way of meeting people. The kids love it. Um, it, it creates no harm. In fact, much the opposite. Um, no one else can do it now because if anyone else tried to copy the gold jacket, they would be seen as try-hard copycats. So they've got to come up with something original other than to celebrate victory other than a gold jacket. Everyone remembers the first Joffa. <laughs> Always yes. the first person to do so. I mean, who remembers uh, Australian Idol number 27? 
No. 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 Not even number three, actually. But anyway, uh, yeah. after people meet you for the first time while this jacket goes on tour, yes. how many actually tell you the different impression that they have of well, you after they meet well, you, Joffa? That's, that's quite embarrassing because I, 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 I'm not going to repeat the comments here. As we Please do, mate. No, we don't want to go off anything, people. Okay. Um, uh, there's a, you know, oh, I fought you on F and, F and this yes. and F and that and, yeah, Bogan and, you know, uh, how to work, Yobbo. Um, and, and I try and tell people very quickly, don't judge by what you see or by hearsay. Make a judgment of a person after you've met them. Um, but we are fairly, uh, we are not fairly assessed on the basis that we are Collingwood people. So if, if someone says, oh, that drop was a Collingwood supporter, straight away, oh, he'd be a dickhead. Okay, as opposed to being a, you know, a Brisbane supporter or a St Kilda supporter. You are labelled once you tell someone you're a Collingwood supporter. Yes. So it feels as though then you've got to prove that you're not... Normal. The, 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 that, <laughs> <laughs> that you're not a part of this stereotype crap yes. that, that everyone um, goes on with. And, uh, and, and and let me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you, I know you want to fire that next question at me. No, no, you're right, you keep let going. Let me tell you, um, in my years of supporting Collingwood, um, you know, Collingwood people are the most generous people because I do a lot of stuff on Facebook with mm. charities. You know, look, it, in all large communities, you, you have a minority which <laughs> probably don't, don't do the name too good, but that's, that's life. Yes, yes. But uh, th let me tell you, the community of Collingwood, is uh, is caring there's a lot of friendship um okay we're passionate we may be a little bit over the top at times and we and we may get a little bit pissed off when you know we're not winning and uh, but I, I, on the whole i, I you know I, i'm actually proud to be a Collingwood supporter and to know all these Collingwood supporters that i know yes you know I, I can't put it any different than that have you mellowed as a supporter over the years look i think i have yes, <laughs> yes i know <laughs> You're not getting turfed out as much. <laughs> <laughs> well, once upon a time, uh, it was. Uh, um, I, I probably wouldn't be. <laughs> I, I probably wouldn't be at the ground during the last quarter. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> look, I've had to mellow out because look, look, I, I, I have growing grandchildren into yes. young men. Yep. I have a very responsible job with the Salvation Army. Yep. Um, if I've got the gold jacket on, I've just got to be aware that kids may be looking. So there's a bit of an example to be said here. Mm. But let me tell you, that won't stop me standing and disagreeing with a, a, a rat shit, bullshit, umpiring decision. Okay. Which um, is quite clearly anti-Collingwood. Anti-Collingwood. All right. So which they're out there and they're making they're decisions there. specifically against your team. They're out there in their thousands. They're in the media. Okay. They officiate as umpires as well. Mm-hmm. They hide. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, yes. So I'll stand up at any time to to stick up for Collingwood. Yes. Uh, because I feel as, as a supporter, that's that's our right. Yes. Um, but um, uh, equally, um, don't destroy this thing, what you've created here. Mm -hmm. yep, don't go hurting young kids. You might sort of think, oh, gee, this, is, this bloke's a bloody lunatic. I don't want to be photographed in a gold jacket. To, to hear that would be soul-destroying. Yes. Um, so, look, we do what we do, but we do it respectfully. Yes. Back in the old <laughs> unofficial Cheers God days, yes. it was uh, it was mayhem. It was brutal. Mm. But we weren't winning games. 
but we would be there every week to support our club. Where most supporters, not most, but a lot of supporters, when their club is not winning, y- you can't find the buggers. They're, mm. they're not there. They hide and they don't tell you who they follow. Mm. And all of a sudden, two, three years later, when their sides have a bit of success, you finally realise who they barrack for. There you go. Nice. There you go. See. So you mentioned the haters. So you're telling me the haters actually start on the ground and they're dressed in fluoro or white. Oh, or, uh, oh, and they wave flags and okay. they wave golf flags. Golf, glo- golf flags As, too. Yeah, they w- yes, in 2002, they conspired against the Collingwood Football Club of a premiership against Brisbane. Right. I'm not going to say any more because I, I don't want people in dark suits and sunglasses following me. See, when you unveil a secrecy, people want to shut you up. Conspiracies are out there, Joff. <laughs> yes. The 20, 2000, 2002 you mentioned, right? Yes, yes. And look, there are millions more, but I don't want to. This is getting uh, getting a bit x filish Right. Okay. But so we so we should stop it there. All right. Let's. Uh, so we can't. We're not going to talk about any official <laughs> hatred out there. No. You know what? You know what? Seriously, hatred is is negative. It's boring. Yes. It's it's labour intensive. It holds you back. Labour intensive, as in mine. It holds you back. Mm, mm. No time for hatred. You know what? You know what I tell people? Um, I tell people who scream at me with spittle flying out of their mouths a million miles an hour how much they hate Collingwood. Yes. I say, that's fine. Mm. Love the people, but hate my club. Mm. Because I hate your club, but I love your people. And some people have actually got to think about this. And... Yes, you're right. <laughs> yes, you're right. So you've We're got not a, at war. We're <laughs> not at war. So you've got a well-timed comeback to put yeah. them back in their place. <laughs> yeah, because I just wonder, you must intention. Do you actually think at times that you know, you must know that at times you are drawing a little bit of heat towards yourself. Do you sit back and think, I, I am. I mean, you I'm going to give you a case in point, Joff, yeah. and I know this is a few years ago now, but that oversized wooden spoon, round yeah. 18, against Carlton. <coughs> Excuse me. I mean, you knew that was going you know to cause something. I, 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 want, to, I want to hold you Apologise? No, no, right. no, no. There'll be no apology. Okay. There will never be any apology <laughs> concerning the filth football club. Okay, now let's not destroy this podcast okay. by by let's blow going it up. down. Come that. on, now listen. Give me now, a first. Now listen, um, that was an idea. Uh, it was a quickly, uh, it was a quick idea the week before the game. Let's make a massive wooden spoon and let's stick it up these bastards because they have been so much uh, a pain to us. The Carlton supporter is actually a pain in our butt, and it was actually a privilege. A joy to uh, give some pain back to them. This is this. They, they were headed for the. They weren't awarded the wooden spoon when that big wooden spoon came out. Mm. But everyone knew they were going to win the wooden spoon. Uh, we were in heaven on this night, Friday night at the MCG. I'll never forget. We were in heaven, and during the last quarter, it was party time. I mean, the the big wooden spoon was used as a guitar. We were singing. We were dancing. Everyone inside the MCG had a wooden spoon. The Collingwood Football Club didn't want to be a part of it. And that was that's still a little bit disappointing today because I think club against club can have a bit of fun with each other without worrying about oh yeah but we've got to play them next time and yeah what about next year we're in the final crap let's give it to the Carlton Football Club while we can it's our civic duty as a Collingwood supporter to stick it up the Phil Football Club at every opportunity we get now let me tell you about the wooden spoon 
It was signed pre-match at the Cricketers Arms Hotel. Mm -hmm. um, uh, some of the messages on the <laughs> aren't terribly flattering towards Carlton. We have been promised that when it goes into the Collingwood Museum, it will. That's promised. There will be band aids go over some of these colours. Oh, that's because blur. <laughs> that, a blur. Yeah, that's a, um, look, I went on tour a week after the, the wooden spoon went on tour in the suburbs of Melbourne a week after that because people wanted to be photographed with it. To them, it was it was something like of a premiership. The wooden mm. spoon was something like a premiership. Look again, it, <coughs> uh, we didn't give a shit. What Carl were thinking of us, and, and we knew that we would get a lot of, like you said before, you used the expression of creating heat coming back yep. to us. Um, it was a night out. It was banter. The Just a night job. The banter was, the terraces were alive. Yes. This is what the terraces are all about. Banter without violence. No, no, no one advocates violence in any situation. It was football banter. It was fun. It was celebration. This was football. Full stop. So you said the spoon was a small job just thought of during yep. that week, Joff. I yep. don't believe that. That was a that was a beautiful <laughs> that was a beautifully crafted spoon. Dimensions, <laughs> did you just say six feet? It was uh, six feet. Uh probably I don't know, what's that? A foot? Yeah, that's about a foot wide. The, the the width of the spoon was probably I think a foot and a half. Yes. And and the spoon itself was six feet tall. Wow. Um, it was a, I know, it, look, it was a, it was a beautiful timber, but I forget the name of the timber. It wasn't a cheap pine. It was a couple of, uh, timbers above that. Mm -hmm. Um, and, um, we, um, uh, and the Collingwood Football Club, uh, yeah, we, uh, unofficially the Collingwood Football Club. This, this decision came down from the board, Joffa. Today, you can tell everybody that it actually come from the top. Yes. You commissioned a... The, the board yes, commissioned, yes, but yes. they don't want to... They, they're washing their hands <laughs> off it and they've left you as the scapegoat to carry <laughs> to carry the can. Please, well, well, don't tell me. Well, that's... Uh, look, uh, look, um, look uh, 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 the club made a plaque. Um, or did we make a plaque? A plaque was made and we put it on the spoon. I don't think the club did it or we did it. And it will feature in the Collingwood Museum when that gets up and about. So, look, it's a lot of fun, you know. I mean, can you criticise people for having fun? Of course no, not. it wasn't no. offensive. It wasn't violent. It was just football fun in the terraces that came alive that night. So was it, was it a um, cabinet maker that uh, had the idea or was it one of your cheer squad members that no, thought, let's make something big? Because this is not something, like I said, this is not something that you just, you just pull out of your drawer, Joffa. No. Well, we had, smuggle, we had to smuggle yes. it in. Tell me. Well, w there was no way known would the MCC let us carry that through the turnstile. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> because they would say it's a weapon. Yeah. Uh, as the police did during the last quarter. Yes. Um, so we smuggled it in the cheer squad bus, which gets special clearance mm -hmm. into the bowels of the MCG with all the banners and flags. Mm -hmm. So it was snuck under my seat, yeah. away from CCTV security filming, uh, and it just waited there patiently for the last quarter, and it came out. But then those uh, the constabulary came down and told me. We have grave fears that you're going to run amok yes. in the terrace 
and start knocking people out with this thing. And I said, well, how far do you think I would get if I started to do that? But they were very firm in, yes. their, in their request. Yeah. And the wooden spoon had to be put back under the seat. Yes. They didn't take it. Um, so we, well, I, yeah, we took it back home and it did its tour of the suburbs. But um, uh, well, they were just doing their job. You know. So you're not going to give up the cabinet maker that made this uh, No, this Neil, spoon. no, no. no. <laughs> Did you say Neil? <laughs> Neil. Yeah. Neil. And, and with a band saw, is that what you call it? Band saw, things? yeah. We, we, we got a, a width of uh, timber. We sort of um, sketched the spoon and just got a band saw and um, a quick sand. And, Voila. Uh, ready to go. There was This was no... Um, this was no uh, special request from uh, Leonardo da Vinci, uh, yeah, a commission from the Pope what, or anything like that. It wasn't no. commissioned from any fr fr French or uh, Italian cabinet maker. This was done here Franco in Cozzo. the inner suburbs of Melbourne <laughs> in a shed. Simple as that. Carlton, would Carlton deserve anything? And that's better. all you're going to give us Thank on you. that age, yes, Josh. We're going to have to leave that. And the, footy, uh, the footage is still there on YouTube if anyone wants really? to see it. Just on YouTube, just type in Joffa Big Wooden Spoon in YouTube <laughs> and you'll see it. It's fantastic. Was it the making of the wooden spoon or just the wooden spoon just in the wooden, action? Just the wooden spoon. We did no documentary right, making okay. the spoon. Okay. We didn't want to give anything out before. Yes. Okay. Yep. Well, that's interesting. These days you would have had a 24-7 uh, series made on the creation of the wooden spoon, <laughs> the smuggling of the wooden spoon. Oh, yes. you, you, you missed out there, Joffa. Oh, yes, I know. On one well, million hits well, or something. These were different times. Okay. Yeah, these were different times. So tell me about the cheer squad. You've been referred to as the cheer squad leader. Mm. Are you actually the cheer squad leader? Because I always lovely wondered, um, is that a position in particular? Or? A lovely group of people, the cheer squad, the cheer squad people. But I'm not leader. It's okay. just the perception that people have. Not leader, not president. I just like to sit there, watch the game, cheer, barrack, go outside, do the winner's circle, and go home. No. I, I, I like to think that the cheer squad are all leaders. Yes. <laughs> now, is it um, does it, does your cheer... I don't want to I don't want to upset anyone in the cheer squad as a Carlton supporter. <laughs> I don't want to cause any fractions. They're there already. Don't worry are there, so are there fractions <laughs> in the cheer squad? How many are there? First, tell me how many people are there in the cheer Look, squad. Look, we're not high in numbers, and and, um, and that's a club thing. Mm. Look, we probably know more than two hundred. To be quite honest with you. Okay. Uh, still a lot. That's still a lot. But mm. Look, we're, we're stuck out in this um, uh, area of the MCG behind the goals. There's probably a thousand seats behind us. Mm. Everybody thinks that those seats are all cheer squad. They're not. I, I think 30 rays or something belongs to cheer squad, and the rest are just seated public. So it's very hard to try and um, generate noise in the outer to, to ignite chance. It's very hard. Uh, but they do a great job down there in the cheer squad, the, the banner and trying to get something happening um, in a crowd which has gone quite lame over the, the, the last few years for, for some horrible reason, the cheer squad does a magnificent job. They really do. So are there uh, positions voted on? How do no. you get into the cheer no. squad? Can you, well, you, you apply or what happens? Well, yes, you, do. Yes, yes, you, you have to apply with the club yep. and you have to give reasons why you want to be in the cheer squad. Um uh, in recent times, we, we were have police checks to make sure that everyone in the cheer squad was of high character, and I think that's still uh, applicable. Um, th look, the cheer squad is a fantastic place to be. You're safe uh, in the cheer squad uh, where we are because it's all Collingwood. 
Um, yeah, if you go to the football and just sit in the outer, you could be surrounded by drunken buffoons. You brag for the other club, and you know there's there's uh, words are exchanged. Those words become arguments. Then it becomes heated, and then it could become physical. And you don't enjoy your football. Yes. You know, you want to go there, um, cheer your club, have a good day, and go home. That, that's it. It sounds like a warm blanket being in the cheer squad. Job. It is. It Everyone is. Love. A lot of love. Well, ik, 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 ik. <laughs> <laughs> you want to say something, don't you, Joff? You want to say something? It can something get about... heated down yes. there in the cheers. Because, look, you've got 200 uh, plus yes. uh, of very extreme passionate people yes. that may not agree during the game with some things that other cheers squad members are Ooh, saying. okay. Yes. So we're talking within this warm blanket, uh, there must be a spark, uh, the electric blanket. There. When you tell a calling a dud play to do a hamstring, it doesn't go too well. Oh, okay. <laughs> now, I just want, is there, a, is there a waiting list like the MCC no, to get into the cheer no, squad? No, oh no, no, no. We're not that exclusive. Yep. We have more of a common touch with people where if you want to join the cheer squad, you just join. Okay. There's no parade. There's no fanfare or blowing of the trumpets okay you just come in this is this is this is match day warfare mm -hmm. if you're in the cheer squad you are actually in um what do they call these things you're, you're, you're in, in war you're, you're in trench in the trenches. you are in the trenches in the cheer squad the you are on the front line and uh, a lot of people are watching the front line to rally support sounds like a special quality absolutely you a very it's a very <laughs> There's <laughs> a very special kind of person that just joins the cheers guys. <laughs> so are there actual are there are you inviting more people to be Oh come? absolutely come yeah? down. Really? <laughs> so you're happy to have more people. That two hundred there's no limits or we anything. want more. Okay. We want four hundred. Okay. So what are come the down. perks? What are the perks for a cheer squad member then? Well look the perk <laughs> Perks, hang on. There's perks. <laughs> well, you're calling me. You're the richest club in the country, so we're talking gold. Is uh, what we we'll do? We, look, we don't. <coughs> look, we get it. <laughs> we get a cheers guide membership ring. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. <laughs> Made in China. <laughs> Quality. <laughs> look, uh, we don't. It's at a, Collingwood, it's a Gucci ring, isn't it? <laughs> at Collingwood, we don't do things for perks. We do things from the heart. And um, we, we, we don't have to be like other clubs. Maybe you're... We, we don't have to be lured by material things. To, to Yes, yes. So we're happy to do what we do and we don't get anything for it, but we don't ask for anything. And that's okay. not a condition of applying that you're going to get. We do it for love. Now, is the club taking you around uh, the country as a cheer squad member or your cheer squad members to Take you know, me where? Perth or going uh, to... Queensland, Sydney, oh GWS. God, no. Look, they put you on a bus or fly your first <laughs> class. What happens? They need support. <laughs> Was there enough Collingwood supporters that are going to go for free? The club would work that we out. Have, we have enough. We have enough Collingwood supporters interstate. We don't. We don't need the Melbourne-based cheer squad to mm -hmm. go interstate because we've got some, so many supporters all around Australia, and they do the banners. Like in Perth, for argument's sake, the Perth. Um, Collingwood supporters group do the banner there. Okay. Um, and I, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's the same thing in Sydney. Look, um, you know, look, life is expensive financially. Yeah. I mean, if it's Sydney or Adelaide, you, you, you can afford to go. Mm. Uh, Brisbane, Perth, we're looking at a fair bit of expense to, to fly. And the club doesn't um, 
uh, and the club doesn't pay for anything for you to go in. You don't want the club to. Um, if you want to go in and start to see your club play, well, that's that's a decision that you make or don't make. Mm. Um, nothing to do with the club. So um, I, for the last couple of years, I, I've just had a bit of a break going in a state because it is it is expensive and it does it, it, there's wear and tear on the body here. You know, five hours, four and a half, five yep. hours of perf. And you've got to get back to work. And, you know, it knocks you around a bit traveling, uh, traveling in a state. But I'm going back this year because I, I want to catch up with, you know, with people that, uh, you know, I haven't met for, for quite some time. But, no, we don't, we don't get things from the club, uh, uh, nor should we. This, this is a labor of love. Mm. So uh, do you have much communication from the head office, the club, the head office, in regards to Not what's coming up? Or oh, well, well we, we, look. Uh... No, look, not really. I mean, I, I, any day now we're expecting a form to be sent out of what interstate games would you like to attend. Okay. So they've got a rough idea of what sort of people are going to travel. Uh, but we've actually got to purchase those tickets ourselves. Mm -hmm. they're, not, they're not given away. Um, Is this to the, mem to the cheer squad cheer members squad or members. to all members no, in no, general? To, no, I think it's cheer squad members. <coughs> but I think anyone outside the cheer squad who wants to travel... Mm. Um, is allowed to purchase a cheese squad ticket because I think at any state game, especially mm. Perth and Brisbane, um, they have trouble filling up some of those seats. Okay. Yeah, so you're quite welcome to come and sit with the cheese squad at interstate games if you're not a cheese squad member. Now, we mentioned Eddie at the start and regarding your communication with the head office, in regards yeah. to the heat that you both draw to each other. Have you had chats in the past together to say, this is what I've copped, this is how I handle it? Or have you had well, advice from him or you, Look, you the other way around? Uh, you know, that wanting to, to big note my relationship with Eddie, I, I, I don't see Eddie, Eddie socially. I okay. like a, we, we text message each other. That's been documented in the book that I've just written. Yep. At functions, we may come across each other's path and a, hand, a handshake and a quick, uh, a quick chat. We have had several meetings at the club about where to take the club as far as support, getting the crowd behind the team. Yeah, TV, TV has damaged our game because a lot of people are not going anymore. Yes. So if a lot of people aren't going, you, the intensity has dropped because there's not so many people there. Um, there's intensity from the couch, though, Joffa. You don't feel it through the no, TV? We don't feel, no, we don't feel it. No. no, we don't. So, look, I think there's lots of things conspiring against uh, the live being at the game, uh, uh, you know, like uh, paying to get through the tensile. Um a lot of people just don't go, and a lot of people can't afford it. A lot of people sort of say, oh, bloody hell, it's freezing out there, it's raining, it's live on Foxtel, I'm going to sit at home and watch it. So you've got these two things conspiring against the gate, and uh, it's uh, and I believe it's, it's, it's having a telling effect on the game. And yes. I think, uh, you know, the AFL have got to address this, and I don't know how they're going to do it because they're reaping all this money coming in from television rights. I, I think people are just happy... To turn on the TV and see half-filled stadiums. Okay, some people right now are going to say, no, hang on, that's not true, Joffa. We've got the ANZ blockbuster. That is a unique event. Okay, two top sides playing each other during the year is a unique event. And, and people want to go there and see it because you've got two top sides of class, you know, uh, class, uh, and you, you know you're going to be in, in for a good game. And unless something goes horribly wrong, one side puts it. But you know you're going to be in for a good game. And you go, you're going to be watching very good players play. Whereas sometimes you go to a game of football and you sort of think, yes, what, what am I doing here? The couch was a good oh, The right couch work. would have been a better option. Yes. Um, so, yeah, the AFL have got a lot of things to sort of try and get on top of here. Look, I think they will. 
but it's 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 no good turning on the TV. It's no good for you when you see a stadium half full. Mm-hmm. It's no good being there in a stadium that's half full without any of that euphoric. Yes, that's the right word. Uh, chanting and supporting and cheering. Um, it's uh, some days of the football are actually quite boring. Right. Okay. Mm. Maybe you start winning a few more games, Joff, for the crowd to come back. Well, yeah, look, I, the, the top sides, but the, the, I don't think it's got anything to do with with, um, with that. I, uh, you know, the, the top sides played last year too in front of not field stadiums. Mm, this mm. is this is a this is a bigger problem. That. In fact, it's people that dismiss this problem as we'll start winning a few games. Yes, are creating. Um, uh, further problems because people are saying, oh, yeah, you're right, once they win a few games, the crowds will come back. Well, that's not happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've got to address the the problem of uh, why aren't people going. Um, we've got to address this live game on TV, this, this, this billion-dollar industry that's now involved in the game. Do we need every game to be live? Um, lots of things for the AFL to talk about. So you can imagine the AFL uh, telling Seven, listen, keep an extra couple of hundred million and we'll just go delay. Save well, yourselves yeah, well, a couple of hundred mil. Look, I think there are some, look, in all interstate games to be live. Mm-hmm. I think that, that yep. and, and there are interstate games every weekend. Uh, Friday night games are very important to be live. This, this is very important for clubs in marketing. Uh, we, we all know how much Friday night is important to, to, to football clubs to market the brand. Um, but I just think there are some games, hey, you know, m- maybe this should be a delayed telecast. Why not? Sounds like you're angling for a job for the AFL Commission, <laughs> Joffa. <laughs> well, at least to, to no. negotiate the rights. and. Uh, no, they couldn't even give me an Ed. They couldn't even give me an Eddie an honorary medal mm. for coming up with the idea of the Jock McHale medallion on grand final day for the winning coach, which is going to be here forever. Okay. Okay. But, uh, yep. Now, I, I, I would have thought if I was if I was the uh, a leader of this fantastic organisation, the AFL, and some underling mm-hmm. come in with yes. this brilliant idea, yes. hey, let's award the winning premiership coach with the Jock McHale medal because Jock McHale, uh, a celebrated coach, and uh, you know, uh, record, all that sort of stuff, premierships. Tell that person to come in here, and I'm going to give him. An honorary medal. There it is in its case. But they didn't want to know us. There was Eddie McGuire at the at the press conference when they released the news of the Jock, Jock McHale medal. This is the Joffa medal. Joffa, no, no one even blinked. Demetrio still sat there and, and, and it was like, it was, oh, yeah, it's hard to, to understand an organisation saying, we are here for the supporters, mm. we're listening to you, yes. blah, blah, blah. And two people come up with a brilliant idea, and it was a brilliant idea, the Jock McHale medal, and there's no recognition. There's no, here's an honorary medal for you, thank you very much, see you later. Nothing. So I'm, really, I'm still a little bit pissed off about that. I spoke about that in the Joffa Isn't That Life book as well. Well, um, I'm going to go into that because yeah. uh, while you keep going about your conspiracy theories against yourself, Eddie Collingwood, it's going to be an X-Files here. <laughs> yeah. Next, we're going well, 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 to talk about JFK. This is a tell-all. This is a tell-all podcast. Right, yes. And nothing must be held All back. Right. Next, we're going to talk about JFK. So, uh, But I want to hear about your book He's first. He's still alive. And oh, Elvis? Sorry. Elvis? Oh, yes. He's still alive oh. too? 
Yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> we'll talk about that after. Oh, oh yes, yes, no, yes, yes, yes. Joffa, isn't that life? Mm. A book on your. First of all, how'd you get the title? And I want to say two hundred and five pages, Joff. That's quite well, impressive. It could have been more. Could have been more. Could have been more, but because of financial restrictions with the publishing of the book, right? It, it goes to the minimum pages. Yes. Or otherwise, there's a huge expense involved in publishing a book with more pages. Okay. Okay. <coughs> look, not look. Um, um, not being in the publishing business, I can't elaborate more. But roughly, the, the, that's what we did. So we had to stop at 205 pages for that reason. Um, Joffrey is in that life. Well, I thought, you know, we sit back a lot of times, we spectate on life, and we sort of say, oh, gee whiz, isn't that life? It's a flippant comment we all make. Oh, God, isn't that life? So, and the book is about life. It's, a, it's about me growing up and, and um, you know, being homeless and on the street and being the being um, you know, the son of a mentally re a mentally ill mother and alcoholic father and homeless. And there was this football club that he clung to because he didn't want to go to a boy's home, so he kept out of trouble because of this football club, which was Collingwood. Um, that's my life. And then the... Uh, the Sorry, further on in the book, we, we go into the gold jacket. We go into my friendship with Eddie Maguire. We, we go into... Uh, um, you know the, the the Collingwood Football Club itself and what it means to us and what it's done and what it hasn't done. Uh, look, it's a brilliant book. Uh, uh, you know, um, we have not had one bad review on this book. The guy from the Age, who I love, Martin Flanagan, wrote a, a beautiful um, review on the book. So so did the Herald Sun. People that I've spoken to are saying, "Gee, this is a, a terrific book." One person even said. This should have been nominated the sporting book of the year. That, mm -hmm. That's how good it was. Look, I got a I got an email out of the blue uh, from a mob called Busy Bird Publishing, which I knew nothing about, mm -hmm. um, saying, you know, uh, would you, would you like to to do a book? And I was sort of thinking, oh no, you know, book. I I, I, I had visions of being, you know, just uh, in this massive job of, tr of trying to write a story my um you know, you know i've never written at length like this before so i do have a habit of becoming repetitive i know nothing about punctuation so so there would have there would the spelling was fine i'm pretty good at spelling good. spell checks good thing yep so there, there would have to be some help coming from them yes to me to get this book out look i went down and saw them and i still wasn't keen but during the meeting they said look the we as an organisation, Busy Bird Publishing, when someone writes a book, uh, writes a book for us, we ask them to nominate a charity where ten percent of those book sales okay. go. Yep. So I thought, hey, this this is not a bad organisation. These, these are good people. Uh, it's not all about making the big buck. Yep. So I, uh, quite easily, uh, the Epilepsy Foundation would be the benefactor of that ten percent discount of the book sales going to them. Yep. Uh, and on the way home, I'm still thinking, oh, look, I. I just wasn't sure, um, and and then I the, the the more I sort of thought about it, I I know I have a, a I know I have a very intricate way of explaining myself in word or what I'm talking about, and that is, when you read what I write, it's as if I'm in the room talking to you, mm -hmm. and this is how people have read the book. Oh mm -hmm. gee, it's like this is fantastic. Mm. 
the book has been a hit um, everywhere I go. Uh, people have people have loved it, uh, but but the book also had to be brutally honest. Mm-hmm. Okay, you, you can't you can't write a book on your life and have any crap in it. You'll get found out. And the more I sat down thinking, then I thought the next thing to do would be is to write chapters. Well. I'm up to 30 chapters written down the names of the... Ch- we can do a book here. Yep. Because I'm, I'm able to go on and explain things like I just said before. Look, we did. We agreed on it. Um, I haven't made a fortune on it. I didn't want to. But uh, it, it worse come, if worse had have come to the worst, I had a book on the bookshelf about my life. Eddie loved the book. We had a massive book uh, launch at the Trades Hall. Uh, you know, there was hundreds of people there. This, this, this was this was unbelievable. We had Richmond supporters there, Essendon supporters, Phil supporters had come along. <coughs> Excuse me, Carlton supporters. It was a great night. Neil Barn was there. Eddie was there. It was just a great night. Um, and the book is still selling. We're still selling this thing. You can right. get it online. Absolutely. Pay by PayPal. Yeah. Uh, yep. Busy Bird Publishing. Just uh, and go to the. Uh, Search of Joffa isn't that live, and there she is. So the actual memoirs you said you take thirty chapters. You're up to thirty chapters. Does is that a long period of time, or when you got your head down, you just boom, well, we just we we, we, we actually we actually didn't get up to thirty chapters. But when I got up to thirty chapter headings ah, or right, titles, okay. yep. I realised yeah, we can put a book here because mm. there's so much to talk about. Ah. So that was cut right back. But um, I should have brought in a, a, a book for you. I, I'll get I'll get a book out here. You should have, Joff. I'll get a book a out. Gift. <laughs> yes, I'll get I'm a book out. Pump it up at least. Yes, know? absolutely. Look, I'll get a book out. Here. I'm going to buy one. If if this yes. percentage goes to epilepsy, well, I will oh, buy one. You. I will read you it. You know, you're a very generous <laughs> man, and uh, Joffa the doll. Yeah, with uh, this, with gener- and you're a great wrestling um, um, person, uh, a lover of Father Bob. Yes, I mean, uh, uh, but you live in Carlton. Uh, well, yeah. In a millionaire two-story <laughs> apartment in Carlton. Well, I won't. I won't say anything else. Let's not go now, there. Uh, so look, the book has been good, and uh, you know what? When you hear someone say, "Hey, I've enjoyed your story," you know that's a bit of a buzz. You know, some people say, "I picked up this book and could not put it down." That's how they found the writing to be the honesty. And the emotion, and the the hardships, and the battle, and the successes—it's just uh, it's, it's, that's been a wonderful experience in my life. It's, it's a shame that I didn't make five million dollars from it, yeah. but that's the way it goes. Uh, but but the, the people's appreciation of the book to me is a little bit more important than the do- than the dollar. Well, the actual—did you miss out on anything? Because this could be the five million that you get uh, <laughs> <Yes>. with <laughs> your next book. Joff, no, look, did you get everything no, in? Look, there'll be no next book. This was just um, there'll be no next book. There's no uh, look. We didn't miss out on anything. I, I, I think we covered everything in the book. Um, actually, I, I picked the book up for the first time yesterday and um, read a couple of pages, and and I just thought, wow, this this is this is wonderful. You were impressed. I was by so. your book, huh? Well. What it means is that if I was to write the book today, I wouldn't change anything. Okay. If I was to pick up a book, if you were to pick up your life story from last year and, and, and you'd say, oh, no, I, I would change that. Okay. I, I don't think you'd be happy with it. When you pick a book up two years after you've written it and you're saying, wow, that's pretty good. I'm happy with that. I reckon you've, got, you've done something good. Okay. 
Well, you did mention bobbleheads. You did mention the wrestling. Oh, you had a short career in professional wrestling yourself, <laughs> Joffa, right? The gold jacket. <laughs> Again, dr- uh, gets you in certain places. Well, that, uh, tell I, me, please, your pro- first your professional wrestling, because we have a uh, yes. couple other topics to hit. But I'd and like and to I must hear. say, if anyone in the wrestling world is out there looking for a crowd and... Sports entertainment now, Joffa. It's called sports entertainment. Sports <laughs> Okay. If anyone in sports entertainment is looking for a crowd antagonizer where people spit at him mm-hmm. and call him all horrible words I've never I've never heard before mm-hmm. when he walks into the hall or stadium, I'm available. Because I love it. I love it. I loved uh, standing in the ring with a baseball bat. I was the manager of these two guys. Uh, I'd still love to be doing it. I did it for quite a few years actually. Um, I had a lot of fun, uh, scared, uh, witless that I would forget when out there what to do and when to do it. Um, oh, I've been not giving too much. <laughs> who did you? Fo- who did you actually? Which PC, company? Which PCW co- and then MCW. Oh, you wrote you you were for both organisations. Yes. Yes. Now, yes. did you channel any particular managers in the sports entertainment world uh, before? No, I was very, <laughs> I was very unique. <laughs> So classy Freddie Blassie <laughs> no. didn't come into. <laughs> no, I was very unique. They would abuse me, the fans, and I would abuse them back. And I had a baseball bat, and I would be very anti-referee. Yes. Oh, surprise, surprise. <laughs> Conspiracies. Anti-authority. Yes. Yes. Um, I, I would. I. I got. Uh, I. 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 I got assaulted one night yeah. uh, inside the ring. Uh, which went 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 onto social media. I had people all over Australia wanting to know who these people were for payback for nice. revenge. Nice. Um, Sell tickets for the next one. Yes, I said no. <laughs> I can handle. This. Come next week. <laughs> I can handle this. Thanks. Um, look, and you know, because you're involved in it. Yes. What a release. Yes. What a lot of fun. Yes. And that's all it is. So did you have the Jimmy Hart megaphone, the mouth of the South megaphone, or you didn't need that? No, I didn't need it. Didn't need the no, megaphone. I, didn't, no, no. I just had a normal mic. And um, uh, oh, look, I would give back as, as good as I got. I, 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 I took a baseball bat to Santa. Um, uh, to Santa? Yes. Right. Um, my kids aren't listening to this. Well, one. no, that's, uh, not many kids are listening to this. Yeah. But, but basically, I thought Santa was a fraud. Okay. So, and, and, uh, and I tried to... Uh, rearrange his facial expressions uh, after calling him out. But listen, no, look, it was fun. See, see, life is all about fun. We, we, we've, we've got to stop taking a lot of things seriously because this is what's affecting us. You know, it's, 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 it's diminishing us as a mm, society mm, mm. by being too serious all the time. Get out there and have fun. You know what? We're, we're lucky. And, and, and people are saying right now, well, why are you lucky? Well, I'll tell you why I'm lucky. I wake up this morning. Tomorrow morning, I might not wake up. And that is the story with everybody that's listening to this. You might not wake up tomorrow morning, so be happy today. Every, every day above ground is a, new da- is a good day, Joffrey. <laughs> Absolutely. We're, <laughs> hey, we're longer underground yes. than what we are above ground. Now, I just, I just quickly finishing this sports entertainment professional wrestling career. Yes. Does a marketing genius from the organisation come to you or do you go to them to pitch a storyline like how it normally works? I, I've got a terrific storyline. Yes. Terrific. And we could keep this running for four weeks. We could, we could, I could be 
I, 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 I could stand in the corner of a wrestling stadium covered in a black sheet. Yes. No, the people thinking, who is, who is that person there? Be completely anonymous. And then the fifth week, barge into that wrestling ring in my black sheet, throwing it off. This is your pitch, right? Unveiling the gold jacket mm. and a chainsaw. And a chainsaw. And going absolute mayhem. Okay. That, wouldn't that work? How, how did they go with that? How did they go with that? Well, they just told me to come along. <laughs> <laughs> there's, no, there's no science here. Keep the chainsaw away. <laughs> Family show. Well, we could have a noise. They, they could, they nice. could have the noise coming. They wouldn't be really going, but you could have in the background. Rum, 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 rum. Now, wouldn't that be exciting? Uh, it could be quite scary, actually. <laughs> and there are a lot of children there. You know, I'm just thinking there might be another book in it, as in where the gold jacket has taken me. Has taken me. <laughs> yes. You like that? <laughs> yes. Just, just gold jacket experiences. Oh, yes, yes. No, look, the gold jacket has been good. Uh, and, that, and and the gold jacket did take me into the world of professional wrestling. Yes. Now another place where the gold jacket has taken you, taken you, uh, is a movie. <laughs> <laughs> we. <laughs> Look, we didn't do... <laughs> Joffa the movie 2010. Look, we didn't do Very too well with the movie. Okay. Look, the movie, in hindsight, um, you know, we could have uh, hired uh, uh, some comedians. The storyline was brilliant. There was nothing wrong with the storyline. We, we could have made it funnier. The dialogue that me and Shane had to, you know, go through uh, different parts during the... Didn't work. Did not work. It was horrible. It could have been better. It took us to Scotland... It took us to Celtic Park. The Celtic Football Club were amazing with the help that they gave us uh, with the filming over there. Uh, filmed on the streets of London. Um, the captain of the famous Celtic 1967 side was Neil. Neil somebody. We presented Hello, him. Hello, Neil. Hello, Neil. <laughs> uh, we presented him with a Collingwood jumper and football. That's, that's in the documentary. They were wonderful to our Celtic. Uh, look, we, we, had, we had a wonderful time stay, staying in Glasgow. It was very labour-intensive. We got bugger all for it. Uh, it. It did create its own record in Australian cinema history by being um, the cheapest... Um, um, uh, what's the word when... Uh, not prof not, what's the non-professional word used when it comes to making movies? Um, amateur. Am no, there's, no another, not amateur. there's another word. There's no, uh, independent. Independent, okay. It was the cheapest independent production to make the cinemas of Australia. There you go. So there's something. Look, $200,000 from what I read that it took to make. Yeah. There was a lot of money to these guys, mm. which they didn't get back. Yep. I, I got nothing for it. And it was like, the, it was hard. It was hard work. Yeah, we all work. We, we, we all you know, had to work and, 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 and do what we all do, pay bills and continue to live. Um, and, and to do this at every opportunity that you had spare uh, over 12 months was, was hard, you know. But look, I, I, uh, the filming, the actual filming is brilliant. That They really had good people doing all that, putting all that together. Uh, look, it was great. It was a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, us guys, we, we still keep in touch. But it c it maybe three of three or four things if, if they were to, to have been done differently maybe this thing would have gone somewhere I don't know but 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 the 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 independent commission the the Victorian film 
industry gave us nothing. Right. Now, they get funding from government to assist independent filmmakers. When we went to them after the completion of this film to give us a bit of a leg up, they weren't interested. Not interested. Four weeks later, they blew $20,000 on a goodbye party for their retiring CEO or the CEO that was moving on. So what does that tell you about these people? Not even 20 bucks for the after party, Joff. Not even, no. And uh, we, look, we only wanted a small, a small sum of money for an ad in the Herald Sun. We weren't asking for... $20,000 for a party. So does the movie maker, does, uh, does he come to you with an he idea? Did, he did, Is that how it worked? Or? He came to me, but I, I should have been a little bit more, I should have stood up a little bit more with the way I thought that the movie was going. and what I didn't like the dialogue that we were both had to do during the movie. I, I thought that it was funny, but it could have been funnier. Mm -hmm. uh, we could have hired a couple of comedians to, to actually write be there when the scenes were going down and say, no, do it this way or add this dialogue and you know, put this joke in and it could have been a lot better. That didn't happen, but I was, too, I was too scared of saying anything. There's a brilliant scene in there in High Street, Northcote, where our windscreen gets smashed. Yes. Um, I, I thought that was brilliant. You know, it was real. It's, uh, look, look, maybe one day someone will pick up this movie and say, hey, let's do this again. Let's do it again. Let's do it a bit funnier. Let's take Shane and Joppa talking about their life during the movie. Let, let's get rid of that. Mm -hmm. Just make it movie. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I think you, you might have a funny movie. I really do. So, the story, so obviously you learned down the track, with your name being on the movie, you probably should have had more input in the storyline. That's what look, you're saying. I think I should have. Yep. I should have had more input. I said, look, I, 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 I should have at least had the, um, the guts to stand up and say, no, I'm not happy doing that, and I think we should be doing this. Let's all sit down and talk about it. Put him in the position of yep. sort of at least having a conversation about it. Because I know Shane probably would have come in and said, you know, Joffa's right. Okay. So those decisions weren't made. I'm sorry about it now because um, this thing could have been. But you know what? Um, uh, an, an, another uh, independent film company in England, and I, I can't remember the name of the movie, but it's a story about... Uh, a fun a fun movie about soccer supporters travelling by bus to a game. And it's actually very funny, um, uh, completely professional, even though it was independent, and they lost their life savings at the theatre when this thing was released. So you know what? Um, uh, what I'm trying to say is this film was actually better than ours, cost more, they've put everything on the line and lost everything. So this is the nature of the film industry. You know, for some reason, someone decides, yes, this is going to be a good movie. No, this is not going to be a good movie. And it, it grows from whatever grows or does not grow from, from that decision. Um, I, and I thought this movie, these supporters travelling by, by bus to a game, it, uh, it, was, it was hilarious. It, it, it was funny. But I just can't figure the name of it. But it's hard. And I, th I think you've got to have the name beforehand to, to make it work. You've got to have a huge name to make movies work, to make people sit up and say, look, let's have a look at this thing. Well, Joffa's a huge name. No, it's not. In this country, <laughs> right? <laughs> in Victoria. 
all good movies have a wonderful marketing arm. Let's say, let's let's compare the movie Joffa with Star Wars, for instance. Oh, franchise, oh. the Star Wars yes, franchise, yes. and the marketing and the merch available. Now, well, your movie actually had merch, didn't it, Joffa? Yes, it did. It did. Yes. We Tell had, me. We had, um, uh, we, we because of the movie, we got Joffa... The bobblehead doll, action figure, action not figure. a doll. It's an action with, figure. Yeah, action figure with a game I have it written on the back. You yes. take it out of the packet, and his head wobbles. He's got a gold jacket on. The words game over on the back of the gold jacket. He stands up. I, I think he's got shoes on and Adidas shoes. Adidas shoes. Thanks, Adidas. Yeah, it's a great. It's a great. Uh, I, I've kept some at home for keepsake. I've, I've, I've probably still got twenty or so at home, uh, and I think in yeah you know, ten fifteen years time I, I might be able to get some sort of prize for these things. Yeah, I take them to auction, sports auction nights. and um, well, you could fake an illness and then try and get the yes, price yeah, up yeah. for yourself, John. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I wanna, uh, but we moved quite a few of these things, didn't we? Yeah, we brought a 1,000 in from our good friends yes, over in a thousand. Uh, China. Yes, we, yeah, yes we worked, made in China, yeah. another class product. Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> Who else is going to work yeah. painting that little gold game over on it? And, uh, <laughs> I know. Yeah? Oh, no, look, I... Um, uh, when I see one now, I just think to myself, "Wow, look at that!" You made promo, you made commercials too for that. Remember when you went to the uh, suit place that were so good to give you that white suit on the grand final replay? Yes, yeah. I, actually did, I actually did a commercial once back in the very early days of the RACV. Okay, after six formal hire, I'm thinking down in Cobra. Oh, thank you, Pino. Thank you. Yes, Pino, I might be in one day, Pino, to scab another suit off you, there you go. if we make the finals this year. Um, no, I did an RACV commercial, and I've done. That was about contents damage inside a pub. Okay. You know, uh, supporters go mad yes. and stuff. <laughs> and you're trying to calm everyone down, right? That's why you're there <laughs> I for. I think I instigated the All whole right. thing. But anyway, um, so that was good. And I've done stuff for 7-Eleven with Slurpees, yes. posters outside, those great big poster things they have. Um, so look, I've done a few things in my time, you know. It's been it's been very look. I've had a I've had a great I've had a great journey to be quite honest with you. And you know what? I'm not big headed about it. I'm I'm just normal everyday me. I, I I'm not big headed. I don't have a an ego out of control. No. And and you've used it for good. We're going to talk about the charities you're involved with. We've seen we're at the movie stage. The obviously the the, the filmmaker decided to see what leverage the gold jackets yes a wonderful year 2010 oh absolutely when uh, the movie was out yes. collingwood kept on winning mm. bobblehead sales continued yes 2010 season joffa oh. and, and the 2010 premiership gold jacket which is the the jacket that i wore mm -hmm. on grand final day to celebrate that premiership that auctioned for on eBay, on eBay, yes. for nearly five thousand dollars, I think it was three nine actually. Three nine, yep. three three thousand nine hundred dollars. Probably five thousand today's money, John. Yeah. Yep. Now this is a sporting item. Now I've been around to a few sportsmen's nights, and I've seen big people auction things. Nothing has come anywhere near three thousand nine. This is amazing. And last year's jacket that only saw nine wins at a football function at the MCG, raised 1700 for White Lion... Youth in Crisis. Youth in Crisis. Yep. So, this is how much... This is how much... Now, now, what I'm trying to say here without 
sounding too big note yourself joff up just big note no, yourself no, don't no. fake this modesty no, 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 rubbish no 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 if i'm big note myself, if i'm big noting here i apologize but no humbleness the value of this jacket the people are paying for it tells you that people see this jacket the way we want them to see it it's a football thing it's a fun thing it's a community thing it's a kid thing because if it wasn't people wouldn't be paying the extraordinary amount of monies that they do. The jackets that we don't auction off for charity are given away mm-hmm. to kids or we might give it away at a rec link game to the best player on grand final day. Um, so the, the each jacket I- I at the end of that year is either raising money or going to somebody who really appreciates having it. So the ac- just to inform people, the jacket you did sell in 2010, the 3.9 that you got, yeah. you all proceeds went to the Epilepsy oh, Foundation Victoria, yes. just so we're clear absolutely. of that. And uh, we had it framed, and the, and the, the lovely people who are in the southeastern suburbs here in Melbourne and, um, you know, have it hanging up at home, and you know, that would be um, quite a talking point, I imagine, as, uh, you know, as uh, people sort of came to their house and said, oh, goodness me, what's that? Well, that's the jacket. Joffa wore during the 2010 Premiership. The one and only. The one and 2010. only. That's why yes. jackets today, when you get nine wins, only get you a thousand bucks. Yes. Joffa. Well, you know, I mean, what what would the next Premiership jacket get if we can get 3,009? I don't even want to think about that, Joffa. And I get nothing from this. You know what? Um, I've made nothing from any of this. I've mm. made I, I, look. If I've made, if I've made personally. A grand from all the things I said that we've done, I, I reckon I've done okay. Is that just because you think the ATO will listen in the taxation <laughs> office, Chopper? <laughs> you don't have to tell it. Mate, they wouldn't have to. They wouldn't take long to <laughs> <laughs> go through your books. <laughs> well, number one, I don't have any, and number two, there's nothing in them. <laughs> no, look, I made nothing from this. And you know what? I don't care um, because I've created fun. Um, I've created a community and. Um, and if that sounds big-headed to people, well, stiff cack, but this is what we've done. There's nothing big-headed about that. And just to let everyone know that eBay actually waived their commission, their normal, I think it's 5 oh, or 10% they? commission. Oh, wow. That didn't actually, uh, they didn't take that. So that 3.9 went straight to the... Um, oh, well done, eBay. Yeah, I didn't know that. Thank you very much. But so you've done your research. You're, you're a podcaster that does his research. Well, thank you I very much. I enjoy that. I like that. I like to think that I'm well-researched, yes. especially with, yes. you, you're talking about money that you don't make. But all the money that you do make for people now, you're involved mm. with a hell of a lot of. You do a lot of fundraising, a lot of charity work. Probably yep. s- people that are listening for the first time are hearing Joffa talk. Probably couldn't believe that you do anything, or you th- you're the type of person you are. No, but you are involved with foundations: Epilepsy Foundation yes. Victoria, Hepatitis Victoria, mm-hmm. Recklink. Yes, sir. White Lion, uh-huh. which is the youth in crisis. Yes, sir. Footies for All yes, sir. is another one. Yes. You speak at schools. Yes. Jails. Yes. You're just trying to do good. Yes. But it's just pity that you follow Collingwood and that's... Does that bring, you, reason, da- does that bring you down or bring you up? What happens? That's why they bring me to these uh, things because I barrack for COVID. I barrack for anyone else. I wouldn't be interested. Uh, I'm talking Shepparton in three weeks' time. Okay. Where, whereabouts? Uh, so the RSL... Um, RSL Shepparton, Yes. What date Look, do you I don't remember? Know. I think it's the RSL in Shepparton. I think it's, I think it's March the 18th. March the 18th, okay. Uh, but it's in Shepparton. I mean, there'd only be one Joffa talking on this night in, in Shepparton. There's a fake um, Joffa out there, Joff. 
<laughs> Hoffa. <laughs> and, that, and that's and you know how these iPhones and iPads when you when, when you when you type a word, yeah. it it comes back to you and says no, you should spell it this way. And it, as soon as you send it, you realise it. The amount of hoffers I get uh-huh. on high hoffer on, on iPad messages and um, yeah, text messages on the phone saying hoffer and yeah. people are so embarrassed. Oh goodness me, I didn't mean that. Sorry, yeah, sure. but that's what happens, you know. Um, look at look at uh, look, um, look, look. In short, life is fun. A lot of people have benefited benefited from the gold jacket, and so they should because uh, this is the way we, we wanted it to go. Um, and I look, I'm happy with with everything. I um, you know, look, we we all wish we could be better at, at things and better off uh, but you know this is it and this is the way it is so you rode to amy stadium for epilepsy yes, foundation in 2011 yes. on a bike yeah, on God. a push bike oh, job yes, now i can yeah. imagine the tr- the training oh. involved in sitting on a bike 100 Actually, kilometers a day we were in the gym for quite some time doing yeah. this thing um and then to um look um i said to the guys at the epilepsy foundation I'm not big on asking people for money, and it's always been a handicap of mine to ask people for money. Yes. So what about we raise as much awareness as what we possibly can? And and, and, and down the track, raising awareness will bring money. Mm. I mean, p- you know, p- people discover something, they, they read about it, they discover a nephew or a, an uncle has epilepsy, and they give. Um, look, we, we, um, we emailed a lot of football clubs along the way, and we stopped off at football clubs. They were magnificent. Yeah, you know, we were going to struggling suburban football clubs from here to Adelaide who would automatically come up with $250, $300 donations. We, we would have cars on the main highway from Melbourne to Adelaide who would pull over and put 50 bucks in the tin. Um, I, I, I think there was quite a, 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 quite a few thousand dollars raised, but we, Neil Mitchell gladly spoke to us on his show, which raised awareness. Um, look, uh, as as uh, raising money, no, it wasn't a success. Although we did get quite a few thousand dollars, but the the raising awareness for epilepsy, the talking to people along the way, having lunch at at different hotels and hotels where we were staying, um, was all a part of the awareness factor. And to and to me, that's uh, that's terribly important, as opposed to. Uh, record amounts of raised money. Although I'm sure the foundation probably would have liked, you know, a lot more money. Um, but that's the way it was. Look, we were sore. Joffrey Pierce, the father of Daniel mm-hmm. Pierce from Fremantle and Export Adelaide, uh, was with me, and uh, he volunteered to come along. He was brilliant. Uh, really nice guy. Lives over in um, the Bridge, Murray Bridge in South Australia. Um, but I wouldn't do it again. My backside was sore for a month. Bit of saddle soreness. <laughs> Think twice next time you have to tell someone you want to dr- oh r- ride a thousand kilometres oh. in a week. Oh, in a week, yes. Any, any other crazy um, fundraising ventures you're on for Hepatitis Victoria or Reclink or we what's what's coming up? We, we dressed up in purple licra. Yes. Which, when you're middle-aged, is probably not a good look. Okay. But we would go into Federation Square, and we would give out, and then your face was per- covered in purple, so yeah. no one knew who I was. So it was just as well. 
<laughs> so we would go to Federation Square and walk around the city and pose for pictures and give out information. Um, re um, World Purple Day, which is a a, a a day every year where the world um, you know acknowledges epilepsy, and uh, it's a fundraising uh, attempt to you know to get money. Um, we had a lot of fun being Purple Man, but that that stopped now. Um, I'm going down to them after I finish with you, and uh, hopefully we're to come up with um, some good ideas for this year, but it won't be Purple Man. I saw something on the TV the other night of this lady scaling down a, a 200-storey building to raise awareness for a charity. That'd be a pretty good thing to do, but see, it's been done. You, you can't just do something that someone else has done. Climbing down a, a, a with rape on a 200-storey building would, would give you a bit of media attention. And, and people would want to say, people would first ask, why are you doing this? Mm -hmm. And you'd say, well, I'm raising awareness for the Epilepsy Foundation. So, and I would do it too, harnessed. Purple, purple lycra as I well. Do, yes, I like a Spider-Man. Gold jacket, I, gold jacket. Oh, yes. The gold jacket, purple lycra. I would scale down a 200-story building. Yeah, but you say, you're harnessed, you've got a helmet on. Not that that would help if something went wrong. <laughs> But I would do it. But see, the thing is... That'd raise a bit more awareness if you fell, Joff. Oh, you should think of that. But I wouldn't <laughs> be here to see it. Look, but you see, you've got to be careful not to copy other people. So you've got to come up with something original. So we're in that process over between now and the next week of coming up with something original to celebrate um, World Purple Day, the 26th of March this year. 26th of yes. March this year. Yes, okay. So that is the World Purple Day. Mm -hmm. Joff is in the market for mm -hmm. ideas. Gold jacket, yes. gold tip on Eureka Tower, Joffa. Yes. That's the tallest uh, building yes. we have when, in when this. When is this podcast going to air? This will go out to in a couple of days. So, right, if anyone's listening, I will do anything in purple lycra with gold jacket to raise awareness for the Epilepsy Foundation. The craziest thing I will do. So, how do they contact you, though, Joffa? You've got a You've got a Facebook page? Where Facebook page, email, mm -hmm. uh, uh, Joffa, J-O-F-F-A-C-O-R-F-E. That's my name, all one word, JoffaCorf at hotmail.com. Prince, Nally, Cher, <laughs> and Joffa. Nally's five. Princess is... Princess six. Shares right. four. That balances it up. Prince and share. We can, we can put another R on share. Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah. And we'll take out the uh, E yeah. on Prince. Yeah. Listen, I'm glad we didn't have to speak too much about 2010, Joff, personally. Well, we, we spoke enough about your everything else. Yeah, but look, look, we shouldn't have won in, in 2010. I mean, that first... that The first yeah, one? Let me tell you, I was so pissed off in that first grand final because I'm, I'm sitting there thinking, this is typical bloody Collingwood. Yep. The best side all year... They get the grand final day and find a way of losing it. The first game all year that we didn't kick a goal in the third quarter. Didn't do it all year, but, but we do a grand final day. This is this was typical Collingwood. This is this, and I, I'm sitting there thinking, this is Collingwood grand final history. It just keeps reliving. It just keeps coming back to haunt us. How we never lost that draw is beyond me, because if if. Um, if Milne had have picked up that bounced ball that, that didn't bounce too favourably for him, we wouldn't have won that game. I'm telling you now. We wouldn't have been back there the following week. It would have been 
that would have been the biggest Collingwood disaster in the history of our football club. But I rationalise things by saying, hey, the football, the football gods have been so unkind to us in so many grand finals. This particular day, they were kind to us. We went back the following week, we drew, come back the following week, and we showed the following week why we were the best side all year. But God, that was, uh, that day, everybody was having multiple heart attacks. Multiple. Getting up, you'd have another one. Drop, get up, have another <laughs> It was the craziest day at the football. How many times do you reckon Stephen Milne's woken up in, in a cold sweat thinking <laughs> about that day, Joff? Mate, the bloke upstairs might have said, I'm not letting you kick the winning goal because he would have run the boundary line, he would have given everyone the bird, yes. some bloke would have jumped the fence and killed him. Okay. So it's probably a good thing then. Absolutely. For Collingwood. Not, we, we don't want to be advocating the killing of opposition. Of course not. Players kicking winning goals in grand finals, but something ugly would have happened. Did you know that Collingwood Football Club had per had planned to purchase every bobblehead doll that was available if you guys won the first grand final? The first one. They were taking all of them, and no. that would have cleaned up for epilepsy. Really? Up. And then the next week, rang them up, you, same deal. They go, eh, we've got a couple on the shelf, so we'll think about it. You win the grand final. On top of the millions and millions of dollars of merch they sold, they decided not to take the oh. rest of them. So thanks very much, oh. uh, draw grand final. Yeah, well, they, they look, they, they make funny decisions at Collingwood. We, had a, we made a replica gold jacket. Mm. Did you, we, we marketed that. We um, we gave them uh, a, a supply of gold jackets, which they sold out. Mm -hmm. And strangely enough, they said, no, we don't want any more. What's going on here? Surely. And, and people were, for a year after, were saying, how can we get this imitation gold jacket? Well, well that's gone now because the club said, no, they're not taking any more. Well, why would they do that? Bizarre. That's bizarre. I mean, it, it, it wouldn't be taking away from other merchandise sales because if you went into the Collingwood merchandise shop to get a, a tracksuit top or a jumper, you wouldn't sit a gold jacket and say, oh, no, I'm not going to get a jumper. I'm going to get a, a gold, mm. an imitation. You, you wouldn't do that. So we're not taking away sales from anything else. This, this was for people who wanted their own gold jacket. They sold them all and they said, no, we're not having any more. Maybe the marketers at Collingwood don't understand marketing. Well, something happened, which which was extremely disappointing. Look, I look I, at the end of the day, I couldn't give a stuff, but the fact is, so many people are asking. Well, were asking after they they decided not to have any more. Uh, where are they? Where can we get them from? And that's sort of you, you, you've got to think: Have we got the right business people at mm. the club? Sometimes making the right decisions, because sometimes I don't think we do. Anyway, well, I won't say any more, but. Have you got the right coach, Joffa? <coughs> Excuse me. In finishing, have you got the right coach? You know what? We have. You yes. know what? In the last three years, especially two, if injuries had been kinder to Collingwood, we perhaps would have made finals. Absolutely, I believe that. I believe that we the outside pressure on Nathan Buckley as of now is, is, is unbelievable. I think... Um, I think he will go well this year, although to draw the first half draw, the mid-year, uh, the first nine, ten games is a nightmare. We're playing every club that made the eight last year. 
Uh, and I don't know why, because I thought that the... the, the, the Another conspiracy jock. Well, it is, yeah. because I, I, I thought if you had a bad year previous, you would get a favourable draw the following. Playing playing every side in the eight from last year up after you've had a crap year, I don't see as a favourable draw. Um, look, I think, um, I think Nathan Buckley will be okay. I think it's unfair the way that some of our own people have uh, attacked Nathan Buckley, Collingwood people. I, 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 I reckon he's a great coach. Wonderful human being is Nathan Buckley. There's no doubt about that. I'm hoping and hoping that he's safe, that he'll coach Collingwood again next year. But I think he would realise that, the, you know, the, as a part of the football world, that if you, you know, if, it's, if the fourth year comes and it doesn't look like any finals, he's probably going to go. Now, that doesn't mean that we have to agree with that or I have to agree with that. But it seems to be the stance that, that um, sporting organi organisations all around the world take. If you're going crap, you blame the coach, manager, whatever, and they've got to go. All right, Buckley's built his list. He's been there three, four years now. This is Buckley's list, okay? He's, he's cleaned the list up. He's brought a bit of respect back into the club. He's got rid of the bad apples. This is Buckley's list, and he's got to do well this year. He would know that. Whether I agree, um, uh, you know, that uh, if he's moved on because he, he hasn't achieved that, uh, I, I think would be unfair. I think he's worth another go next year. Look, I think we'll be okay. I think we'll fall. And the, and the sad part is all these sides can't finish top. <laughs> they can't. Only eight sides. Everyone's in the final. Yeah. So, yeah. look, it's going to be hard for Collingwood. Injury-free, I think we're going to give it a, a great shot. I was relieved that uh, from our intra-club practice game the other night, we got no injuries. That was amazing. So maybe a long last a year is going to be kind of us with injuries. We, I, I think we've got a, a side that can take us into the finals. I don't know about a premiership just yet, but finals, yes. And I think Buckley will be okay, as he should. He's a club legend. And I think as a supporter, we've got to respect our club legends, not line them up and shoot them and, and, and uh, you know, uh, uh, character assassinate them on social media. Bucks is all right. It'll be good for Collingwood. Away we go. On that note, Joffa. I'm buggered. My, 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 my whole mouth and throat and he's buggered from so much talking. I appreciate your time. <laughs> You have done some exceptional now, things in your life. That gold jacket, there's another book in just the gold jacket alone. Yes. Even a kid's book. Well, you never know. Uh, now, you're not going to cut the shit out of this, are you? No, of course not. This now, goes. That's very nice you to say about the gold jacket. Coming from a Carlton supporter, yes. that's a very important comment to make, and it's lovely to hear. Thank you. I appreciate that from one filth supporter to another. <laughs> You're an exceptional human being, Joffa. No, I appreciate it. No. You are. You are. No, 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 You've no. You've done no. some don't, good don't, stuff. Don't. Stop being humble. Don't not exceptional. Stop no, being no, humble no. Look, because I, not everyone, not everyone is going to go well, out there and draw well. the heat like Joffa does. <laughs> you, I, I have a sneaky suspicion <laughs> yes. that you love it. You, there's a little bit of you that loves it when you get up and you get them bloody chanting away, and you know that the other. Bay of Absolutely. supporters are not in within yeah. shouting distance. Yeah. You're not thinking about them. Nah, fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just dropped the magic word. Keep it in there because that was appropriate. I got to yes. put the explicit sign on iTunes, ladies and gentlemen. 
subscribe to iTunes. You can actually go to iTunes and get the movie as well. Joffa the movie. You oh, can, really? you yes, can still do you that? can download that on iTunes. And most importantly, get that the book. That means you've been downloaded so far too. Done <laughs> It's up for a, a was it on, up for a Cannes Film Festival. That was the plan for the job for the movie. But the book, you Cannes. can get that online. Yeah. Th- yes, isn't that yes, life? Please buy the book because the book is relevant. You'll enjoy it as a Collingwood, a Collingwood supporter. You'll, you, you will ride all the emotions of uh, barracking for Collingwood in the book and you will... Um, just buy it, you know, and money's going, money's going to the Epilepsy Foundation, so you're not losing anything. So there's a possible Pulitzer Prize up for no. the book. That's for a book. I'm, I'm hoping that prize is for a book or else I'll have to cut that out. But I'm just going to say there's oh, awards yes. well, lining up. Just to get people to buy it? Yeah, yeah, let's, we'll put or is this. that fraudulent? It, it is a Pulitzer Prize <laughs> winning book. And you've, and can your we mo- say it won last year's uh, Pulitzer Prize? Yeah, and your movie won an Academy Award. Oh, yes, yes. Can there we say go. that? Yeah, we say that. <laughs> Come and get me. We're not going oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, thank you for having me. Thank you, and um, enjoy the rest thank of you, your day. Everyone. Thank, thank you. you, thank you. We hope you enjoyed our chat with Collingwood Football Club icon and exceptional human being Joffa Korf. For past episodes of Exceptional People, or if you'd like to subscribe, or even be kind enough to leave a comment, go to exceptionalpeople.com.au. That's exceptionalpeople.com.au. Thanks for listening and bye for now.